0: Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com FMLFPL. Okay! I'm going to be able ah, to be able to be able to out able to to
1: Yeah, man, you know, another week in the books, another just, we're just, it's always fun times in the FMLFPL factory.
0: The seesaw is still in.
1: Fucking seesaw in. We're just a couple, you know, pre-K, four-year-old, five-year-old kindergartners on the seesaw.
0: We'd probably be doing much better if we had a combined team. Because I think... we do. We would do worse. Well, it's like, would we paint? Would we take more rogue picks, or would we have more of like a combined logical team? I don't know.
1: I don't even want to live, think about that. Right. Well, now. I want
0: to think about anything other than my team. So it seems like a, <laughs> delightful to think
1: about that. All star, start sorry, then. I, I saved uh, this week. Finished up on sixty one. Really nice finish for me today. With Juan being Freza, getting me two points from two on the final day really propelled me, but. <laughs> Got you know pretty lucky with Johnny. Goal was just I don't know how he was standing in six like on the penalty spot yeah. at the end of the game. I was just like the fuck. That was, that was it's very good for me, obviously. And then yeah. had the has little bullshit. He was bad and Chelsea were, didn't create shit, but he scored, so that was lucky. And Kuhn scoring before he got sent before he was getting subbed was nice. Captain Kuhn and Arnie holding Arnie repaying faith. You know, yeah, nice transfers. job
0: there, keeping the faith there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's funny. You know, we preach so much of being patient with your players and things. Like, I mean, I saw Shaw. He got me in four. I mean, Shaw's been a steady four points per game performer all season. But you know, it's like Erickson. You know, knowing when to hold and ditch so Arnie. You know, he missed the game, but you know, he gets like underlying things with Erickson. He obviously, had a tummy ache, so he can't. he cannot be <laughs> cannot be asked to play with a tummy ache. But you know, he. Off the set pieces and things, you know, kind of saw the little spell wasn't going so well. But then, like someone like like Otsil, who we both got rid of a few weeks ago, and he's starting to fire again. I still don't really love Ozel as much as a long term pick. You know, playing out on the wing instead of number ten. Or, yeah,
0: he's still not creating anything. Yeah, he's
1: he's he's still probably a little tenuous of a pick. But like Arnie, I mean, he's. You know, we talked about Mitrovic. I'm like, how many fucking times in my life do I need to make a similar transfer like Arnie to Mitrovic? I've done that transfer. 20 times in my FPL career. And it's just like you're just chasing a fixture. It's just a marginal, better thing on paper. And it's just the margin is so slim that it's usually not worth, you know, decreasing your flexibility of having to freeze or, you know, it's just not a medium term problem spot when Arnie's fixtures turn soon and, you know, he's fit and he's. You know he's fucking good. Like, like that's not a beneficial transfer. So, so things like that, you know, somewhat have been working out for us this season. But I don't know. You know, Dill Dill was a very very startling performance from yeah. David Silva. Giant cock. He was very bad. But you know we'll get we'll get there at the end of the pod. But you know, sixty one. It was better than I expected. I was expecting a really rough week with you know the double Liverpool D and you know some some sitches in my team, but the lads pulled it out so i uh I put a put a new bandaid on and i'll go fight next week do you want to just skip your team or do you want to come can't do come that
0: in? i can't be do that much just, of a coward right, just, I mean, just
1: take switch your chair for a, a no back no leg rest stool and get in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, i did lucas mar and Matto. that's about where like the good news ends i guess like Matta just i test tick tick along merchant doing his thing um. so that was good I guess uh, my game crank <laughs> is 5 million worst of my should of my FPL career Yeah, I love how Raymond on Slack includes me in this list of like you're all the best FBL players ever and Walsh and Alon and I'm just like don't yeah, fucking like, include me, on, the, me in on your there. fucking post so everyone clicks my fucking team <laughs> laughing stock of Slack my OR rank went down 200,000 places. I'm 300K overall. Um, I to, you just look at my team and it is an absolute joke. There's nothing, there's no other words. I had zero cleans, two assists, one goal total. Three one pointers. Can't even get me two fucking points. These pieces of shit. Ward doesn't even start. Like you're the worst fucking team in the history of mankind and you can't even fucking start Danny Ward. He wears number nine for a reason. Let's go. Like, yeah. I mean, like Cap Mo. Like,
1: <sighs> that yeah. was a very sketchy decision. Yeah, I- it's
0: uh, like sketchy in the sense that it was like low percentage of people did it. Everyone, the quote unquote obvious Cap of Kuhn gets punished because his literal last touch of the ball, he scores a goal where. You know, Salah's best chance of the game gets cleared off the line and everyone's shitting themselves over him, like, whatever. like De Gea, one-pointer, he's the fucking worst goalie in the league. De Gea,
1: dude.
0: He's just the actual worst player I've ever watched in my life. Like, he can (laughs) fucking go back to the closet filming girls having sex. Like, he'd be better at that. (laughs) (laughs) But he's like 12th in the league in points among keepers. Like, are you kidding me? Six million goalie on on a Mourinho team, and he's going to be 12th in the league in points. Like, I'm fucking so sick of them. (laughs) <laughs> so sick of them, and then, like all I want to do in life is transfer to have to Debrovka, and they play each other this week and it no matter what which way I go there it's going to be a
1: disaster it's okay. going to be a, like two win uni- two one united when has like ten saves and gets a bonus point yeah
0: and and hey, I make zero saves
1: because yeah, that's all
0: points. he fucking ever does is make zero yeah. saves um, yeah, I mean everything's just bad and Dark and I fucking hate my life. And we were just talking about it before we started recording. It's like, this happens to me every year where my team is good. Like I have a lot of good guys on good teams. That's, that's just facts. Like you look at my team and there's a lot of good guys there, but at the same time, I don't have any of the template guys And that just leaves me susceptible to having this exact week where I just am a fucking joke. Like, it's just an absolute joke. I have five million game week rank because when my guys don't score and the template guys score, everyone passes me. Like, Kuhn's at 177% effective ownership this week and scores his last touch of the game. Like... I don't have. When you own him. You have him, though. I have him, but that was yeah. a nightmare now You have for me.
1: him, him Mo and Alonzo are like your main template guys.
0: Right, and Alonzo's yeah. not even that highly owned anymore. But I have no isn't, Wolves isn't he like, D and a lot of people. He's
1: forty five percent owned. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. I just felt like in the
0: top ten k, it wasn't that much anymore. But I guess he is. But so never mind, on Alonzo, but. I don't have Wolves defense. A lot of people have Patricio or Doherty or Johnny or Bennett or two of those guys. I don't have City defensive coverage. I obviously don't have tri- Trips or Kane, Rogue Captain. Like, I just set myself up for the fucking nightmare of all weeks.
1: I mean, basically, your, your downfall this week was not having Hazard and not getting an incidental clean sheet. From somewhere, and I mean that—that that would have given you basically an average week if you. Right, and quarters, I had no but,
0: chance of getting a clean sheet because I had two Liverpool defenders against Chelsea, and I had two Chelsea def- defenders against Liverpool, and I've won. It's just, and United have no chance of ever keeping a clean sheet because yeah. they're, they're—they're awful. So,
1: I mean, it must be said the the slack definitely keeps me alive every day. It's just you know. I mean, it's just pure banter in there. At least we have the lads. I mean, there are obviously some cunts in there who I cannot stand, but yeah, they by and large, they too, right? By yeah. and large, it's just a bunch of genius humans, and I'm just giggling. And even when I have, like, last week, I had the, was in the darkness, and you're in the darkness this week. It's just like everyone's like chill, and you know, we're just chatting, chatting about bants and everything. At least we have that in our lives, right? Sure. Okay. I'm trying to cheer you up, You know, I I don't know how to cheer someone up. That's, I'm not good yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that
0: was a swing and a miss. Let's call it that. But maybe a, maybe there are laughs in the future of the pod.
1: We'll, we'll find out together. <laughs>
0: That was funny. Housekeeping. <laughs> shout out the FML Field Prize League slash Mug League winner for September. Michael Austin, Beckham's Metatarsal comes through, takes the mug home. Great job by you. October mug starts next game week. Join up before then if you want to shout it. Hell yeah. Shout out to the Goal Scorers Challenge League leader so far. Still Magic Mike, but he's slipping a little bit, and I'm very disappointed. in mean, him. he picked Leroy Sané this week. I don't know what the fuck that is about. For a goal scorers challenge. And lastly, top the FML field public league. I actually don't know. It seems not updated yet, but it's probably McKinnon because that guy's really good and like top 50. Okay. Um, where to, dude?
1: I don't, I don't, I mean, do we just have to, let's rip the cane band aid off and just talk about. How yeah, there how at least, was and how lucky he was. Probably and at least hope-
0: 15 questions came in about Kane. Here, I'll read three of them. Gibran on Twitter, is Kane edging towards a must-own option? J-P- oh, I, see
1: what, I see what he did there with the edging.
0: Yeah, edging. J.P. Allegretti on Twitter, is Kane worth getting simply because he can eat, simply because he can brace even when he's in crap form? And Earth Farm on Twitter, here's a shit question worth considering. How many more weeks like this until we all go Salada,
1: Kane? Any thoughts? I have, I mean, my obviously went on an insane rant against Kane last week, and he came in with the brace, which, you know, header was nice on a plate. The huddy defender doesn't jump. No no problem. You know, he scored that goal. Oh,
0: wait, let me cut you off. There was one more question that your rant was included in fucking TJC on Slack. Someone I know listened to last week's rant on Kane by Walsh, took Saul out, brought Kane in for a hit, captained him. He's now 50 points ahead of me. Walsh, what do you think is this week's worst move? Because he will probably take it
1: <laughs> that'll come out over the course of the pot I'm not sure right now on the top yeah, of head, yeah. But that's that's pretty genius to do that yeah just fade fade my rants yeah oh, yeah um I mean Spurs didn't score an open I mean they I guess whatever they've scored they scored a header from open play against the worst team in the league second worst team in the league they looked bad they didn't create anything. They look bad. They continue to look bad, and Kane looked bad. He had one shot with his foot, one shot with his head throughout the game. Um, obviously, the pen should not have been called. That's a ridiculous joke and a, an insult to official, officiators across the country and the world. Um, there's not much to say. I mean, the team looks bad. The players out of the player look. I guess he can't. I don't know if he's in or out of form. He's just fucking looks like shit. I don't know. Um, there is no universe in and any. The, the header was nice. That no, was nice, but, but like in, you, if we're talking know.
0: about form, your striker Harry Kane against Huddersfield should be getting more than two shots off in open play in an entire match. His other chance, like you said, his other his only other shot other than the goal with the head was clean through on goal, and he was he it was a joke. Like he made no move, no effort to beat the keeper, do anything. He. Ran very slowly and kicked it directly into Lussell's face, and it was it was terrible.
1: I mean, the players look bad for a long time. It's no question. It's also a little bit unfair to be talking about Mo to Kane because that's not one transfer; that's two. So you're inherently talking about you know probably a point hit, Um, especially when after this week the fixtures switch back around and then Liverpool play these two teams, Cardiff and Huddersfield. So. In a vacuum, you know, you, you can't really look at it in those terms. For one thing, as an aside, we—I think we talked about that last week. Yeah, but, we, did, we did. You know, I mean, you, you look at someone like Kane versus someone like Aguero, and Aguero played sixty percent of the game time. as Kane this week? And I think he took seven shots, and City took like thirty shots, and Spurs looked like abject filth, and City are just having a chance and, and a shot every. Three minutes of the game, it's just it's just bad FPL play. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, of course, like you know, Kane's a number nine on a, a good team, perceived a good team, and you know, he'll, he'll get a header in the six yard box on Mar. You know, that those things will happen, but no one no one watches him and is like, wow, he he was great today. You know that that hasn't been said for a long time. Um, So it's you know it's very I mean I think that's why the Slack is nice because we all watch the games and it's not a cesspool like Reddit where people are just spouting nonsense or the FFS boards where people are just like they're like eight year olds just saying spamming like things and you know the, the herd mentality with like Twitter and everything like it's so prevalent but. It's just like the and of course you know it's it's maybe it's a 10 or a 20% play that it's going to come off. I mean, you know obviously you're playing the fixture and not the form there, but and that's going to work sometimes like you're going to get a dive in the box by Rose and that's a what was that 4/7 that was a 14 point dive for Kane Captainers. You know, I mean that's the kind of thing like you know Mo had a brace wrongly disallowed a couple of weeks ago. Um like those are the margins that we talk about here. So You know, and then that's basically a null thing if both of those things are reversed, and it's you know we're having a different conversation. So the line's thin, like I mentioned earlier. Again, you know, like Arnie versus Mitro kind of things. Like, you know, Payne's not like Ashley West, but like he's not a DM. He's still you know he's a nine, but he's twelve five. He's the second most expensive player in the game. His stats are consistently bad. The team is consistently bad. I just don't. I fundamentally don't understand it. And the eye test is bad and i think it's a- literally every box besides like his name is harry kane and i've seen him score 30 goals every season like and he's going to score his goals but he's 12 5 and he looks like fucking shit if he plays ninety minutes every single game for thirty eight game weeks obviously he's gonna look he's already scored like three four pens I don't even fucking twenty pens spurs got a pen every game it seems like I don't understand but
0: uh, yeah he has at least two uh, I don't know how
1: many yeah meanwhile City have drawn actual zero but they've probably taken like two hundred and fifty shots in the box this season I don't know how raz doesn't dive anymore or go down to contact so they don't get pens anymore. I don't know but it's 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 just I, you know, I'm 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 not I'm so far away from considering Kane. It's silly. I, I, if Kuhn was hurt, Kane would be like the ninth player I would consider at, at the forward spot. Like I would transfer Mitrovic in over him in a heartbeat. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm obviously taking an extreme stance on this, but I just think he looks he looks diabolical every single time I watch Spurs. The team looks bad. It's just they don't create anything. I, I don't get it. It just it befuddles me. And I hope, I hope people transfer them in for hits. Like, I want that so badly because I can use any help I can get.
0: Yeah, that sounds nice. Just giving me a four point lead—that would be really good
1: and nice. You, I mean, what do you do? You do? You have any? Do you have anything? To, I mean, you—you're not obviously as nuts as I am about anti-cane, but do you, no, do you but think anything? Saying I'm saying this is shit like
0: every fucking week, so it's—it's it's just nauseating. This this pod is just like recycle pod where we. Do, I feel like a lot of the shit we're gonna end up saying is the same shit. Where it's like Salah has came. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, it's like results-based thinking, right? It's like you flop, yeah. you flop the nut straight with a cane brace, and everyone and their fucking mother is sucking their own dick, being like, I'm a fucking genius. Kane versus Huddersfield, nailed on. Oh, that was nailed on brace, like easiest captain of the week. Like, fuck off. Like you said, it's such a low percentage thing that it comes on that like, a player takes two shots and scores a brace. Because it's fucking left back cheats and dives and gets a pen like, and Max Bones. It's just it's just so annoying, and it just, I, I have no other words. It's just like it's so frustrating when stupid fucking shit wins and and gets points. And the thing
1: that's but the thing at large that is like more that because those things happen. FPL the margins are slim and that that happens. But yeah, I don't understand. How react? How bandwagony this is because he's the most expensive player or type, with, whatever, with Salah. But everyone's losing their shit and getting rid of other very expensive assets who look fine, and getting him. It, it goes against every like principle of getting bandwagon players in because he has no like good long term outlook. There's Champions League midweek. Like, he's clearly been running to the ground for a few years, and he looks like a fucking pile of horse shit. So I don't understand why the community at large is, like, going, like, you know, like, Maddo. It's like, okay, like, yeah, he should be gaining steam. Like, he's returning every week, like... Set pieces, blah 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 blah. Like those kind of bandwagons make complete and total sense. Like Hazard, like yeah, they're playing fucking attacking. The manager's telling him to stop playing defense. Like
0: score forty goals a year. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I mean that's those are bandwagons that should take off. We're like, yes, okay, that makes sense. Get the player, looks good, you know. But this is like every single box that I look for on a bandwagon is not checked by this. And I don't know if I'm just like high on crack or like, and I'm looking at something completely wrong, but everyone is talking about how to get Kane. I'm like, why the actual fuck would you want him? I don't, I just like, I'm, it's beyond me. It's, like I said, it's results based thinking.
0: It's because it scored so, points. That's the only just, reason. It's like, it's the same shit where, and maybe we can pivot to like Salah Hazard, but a lot of the questions in this week were just like, should we do Salada Hazard? Like how long till Salada Hazard or the other way around, like dick faces, just being like, Salada Hazard is the easiest move ever. Like, oh, like re- the difference between like trying, I'm not saying that I am objective, like everyone has their inherent biases. And obviously I'm a Liverpool supporter, but trying to look at something and, and eradicate yourself of results-based thinking is You don't watch that Chelsea Liverpool match and be like Hazard is the obvious better choice. I'm going Salah straight to Hazard. Like he had one very difficult chance that he did incredibly well to score because he's incredibly good and sometimes really good players do that kind of stuff. The other chance he got was that weird like free kick thing. No, he
1: had an in clean that he fucked up.
0: Yeah, that that's the one I'm talking about. Where like there was the weird like. Foul yeah, the quickly, and then Conte quickly, took it quickly in, and he was yeah. in in throw on goal. Fine, that
1: he should have scored. Like you know,
0: he deserved a way better chance than yeah, the fr- the one chance. he actually scored. But like, you don't watch that game and and be like, oh, like obviously Hazard is way better. He scored way more points than Salah this week. It's more to me. It's more just like. Okay, Hazard will do that. He looks in really good form. Chelsea looking really form. I want to get him. But sacrificing another player who's on the probably second best team in the league, probably second best attack in the league, who's still like taking the majority of the chances and like has pretty good actually pretty good returns this year like same as last year pretty much. I'm just like I don't get that. Like I, that like you're just saying like laterally moving from good players to good players. it just, I don't know. It seems ineffectual to me. I agree. Like, if that Rudiger, if Rudiger didn't clear that Salah chance off the line, like, what would be happening right now?
1: People would be like, I'm going to take a minus eight to get them both in. But that's the problem. It's an interesting
0: thing to think about, right? Is like, if this like very, like, this fantastic play by the defender didn't
1: You know, like, but it's also like if you look instead of an eight against Southampton, if that was a fucking, if he had a brace, it would have been like a 15. People would look at the little score log and be like, oh, wow, like he had a big, you know, Mo's back. Yeah, it's right. (laughs) It's the kind of thing. Maybe it's because we've been playing every year, we learn different things. But I mean, the results based thinking and and chasing the points last week, if there aren't, if you're getting rid of a really good asset for another really good asset, that doesn't make sense. Because you're just wasting transfers on not problem spots on your team when you have everyone has problem spots on their team elsewhere. So, it's just I mean, that's a strategic way we don't play the game, me and you. And we'll advise people to play that way because we think it's a smart way to play. But, you know, if you want to take a minus eight for a two game week punt because there's a fixture swing and then reverse it and you captain the player and they have brace, brace, and you're like, oh, that worked out great, then. Do it again in November and see where you go there. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the kind of thing where you could play. It's a twenty, probably about a twenty percent, ten percent chance to come in, and it's it's not zero again. It's not zero, so it will work rarely, but it's just not. It's not the long term way to go. It's it's just it's a bad job.
0: Yeah, said, where are you on the Salah
1: patience meter? I, whatever the metric is for patience, whatever's the highest I'm past that point <laughs> if, 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 if he's fit, he's not leaving my team period, there's nothing that would change that
0: Yeah,
1: I kind of I feel mean, this, similarly I mean, it's, again, we're talking about like Liverpool and City attackers, I don't want I don't want to spend 12, 13 million dollars, whatever the fuck, on a, on a player who's on a bad team like Spurs, who don't create anything I want to spend that money on a team who's going to have volume and waves of chances. Every game, it just increases the chance of goals and points and Liverpool and city are those two teams this year. Chelsea may be in a little little near third place. So the players not finishing, obviously he's been having issues finishing this season, but he's still getting into the positions. He's still creating chances. He's still in around the box buzzing. He looks totally fine to me. And a player of his quality and caliber. It, it, again, we keep saying this. It's not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. And you know, just as soon as you transfer the player out to chase points from someone else who's just as good, you know, you're just going to play. It's a yo-yoing game, and you know, you're going to miss the points, and you get them back. You're spending transfers again on spots that are not problems. Salah is not a problem just because he doesn't score a goal or a brace every game, and another expensive player does, which happens every week. I mean, the expensive players are ten plus million for a reason. They're the best fucking players in the game in the league, and they go, they take turns of scoring goal, brace, max bones, yeah. whatever the fuck. So you can't have six like Raz. Should I do motor rats like? What are you talking about? You can't have every twelve, ten to twelve million player in the game on your fucking team. And it's just like, come on guys, like we're better than that, right? We should be better than that.
0: Yeah, you would think so. I mean, and yeah. a lot of people I feel like are like you said, like the Reddit type of 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 Lingo and Twitter and that kind of shit are like they all constantly, no matter how many times we drive at home on this pod, are looking for us to say. Blah, blah, blah is essential. Blah, blah, blah is a must-on. Because that is just how everyone in the FPL community discusses things. That is the vernacular that some fucking guy decided is how FPL is going to be played. Is that blah, blah, blah is essential. Blah, blah, blah is a differential. Blah, blah, blah is must own. And we just never say that because we... Emphatically feel feel the opposite of that. I mean, and it's, it's just, fucking
1: stupid. I mean, look at Mo. He's so He's dumb. he's on like five point X points per game this season, and he's thirteen million. That's not good. You could have started without him and been in the top ten k by now easily, like very easily, because he's not returning well so far. But it's week seven, and there's thirty one weeks to go, and. You can't tell me he's not going to finish top three scoring mid. I'm not going to believe that right now. As if he stays fit, it's just absurd. And it's just you gotta you gotta look at it a little bit longer than that. I mean, again, no one's essential, but I think it's going to be a lot harder to play the game without Mo than with him. So that's why I'm not even considering that. I mean, just the same thing with Hazard. I mean, I I just cowed to it. I, you know, looking at the data. I mean, I got him in a couple weeks ago and. Yeah, it's he just looks like he's gonna keep ticking and returning and shit. Uh like Chelsea are playing well, you know, you, you, sometimes you just gotta you gotta get pop him in and you, you stick with him and hold them for a while, you know. So
0: Yeah, I really want Haz. I wish there was a way I could get him.
1: Yeah, well we'll get there. There could be a way.
0: Yeah, is there anything else to even say about Haz? I mean that we didn't really get like questions about him because at this point I feel like everyone who just has him except for me, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just the team is playing in a, in a style. I, the thing that stuck with me most of the conversations we've had about Hazard is that now it's like we're having, we're buying Hazard on Belgium because we've been trained. Yeah, that,
0: I said that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because we've we've been trained to watch the player play on intensely defensive-minded managing teams, and the literal only time and, and and real sample that we have to see him playing on an attacking team with. You know, they play their Gibraltars and Liechtensteins. Obviously, that happens. But, you know, when he's like loose and he's not having to play defense and track back and stuff, you know, he's returning each game for Belgium at minimum. I don't know what his rate he, is. He, like he returns like
0: every game. I mean, like. Yeah.
1: And that's what he's last doing. World Cup
0: now. was six games, he had three goals, two assists. The Euros, five games, he had one goal, four assists. It's like, he just returns every game. That's, that's well, the numbers that I just said is actually. Ten returns in eleven games, and that's that's what he's been doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean he's back at it again now. I mean, we see what he's got so far, and you know, he didn't play the first two games, he returned off the bench the first two games, and then starting every other he's blanked once all season, and I mean the bonus points really add up with him, it must be said. I mean, both one he has three games where he scored one goal, and his bonus points in those games have been one, three, and three. I mean, those that's a lot of extra points. Seven so extra points, points is a lot of points versus With Mo, you know, the detraction with him is he scores a goal. He is nowhere near bonus points with one return, which is an issue. I mean, yeah, there was that one, there was
0: the one game, I think it was Brighton. Yeah, he had twenty-eight BPS in Brighton on just one goal, and I was like, "This is going to be the week he gets it." And of yeah. course, he didn't get bonus that week.
1: I mean, you know, Mo has three games with one goal scored in each, and he has zero bonus points. I mean, if you tax seven more points onto his score, suddenly you know you're feeling a little bit better. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it bumps his points per game ratio up up quite quite significantly. So. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean he's just a fantastic pick. I, it, again, it's similar. To Mo, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to cover his points. You know, you could go, you know, Raz instead of him. I, I, I don't. I just don't think that you're going to really gain points there. It's kind of. It's a bit of a muchness. I, I don't know. Um, both look great, but I mean those three players, Mo Hazard and Raz. You know they're. Most expensive mids for a good reason. They're all great. And Raz really threw his hat in the ring this week. And, you know, we're starting to remember that he just, oh, yeah, he scores basically every game um, for City. Yeah, I think, th- what was it, the
0: stat? I mean, I think it was the last like 35, 35 and games. just 35 yeah. goals plus assists or something like that. Yeah, and the only thing that I, we did talk about this in preseason, I don't know how much we've talked about it since, but not being in Europe for Has is just incredible because there are going to be weeks where Raz is just benched. There's yep. just a rotation, or there's going to be weeks where he plays 50 minutes or 60 minutes, like Kuhn this week or whatever, but, or like Salah this week even. But Haz is just so nailed for pretty much 90 every single week in the league. And that's yeah, just huge.
1: And, and I do feel a lot more confident with captaining Hazard now than I have in the past just because they're playing so, they're just so attacking. I, I mean, he's, he's up there the whole game. And they're yeah. playing possession based, like they're they're not playing on the counter anymore. So he's not, you know, getting half chances on a counter, or you're relying on you know an eighty fifth minute counter goal from him or something anymore. Right. You know, they're right. it's just tailor made for him to cut in and be tricky and do fucking shit in the box. I mean, he's just been so good this season. So yeah, I mean, I think it's just it's going to be difficult to cover his points if you decide not to go with him.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. Um
0: let's jump into some questions.
1: Um God, I really didn't want to talk about that for so long. And there's just
0: no option. I mean, we're we're just coming off as like the most bitter, like pompous fucks, I feel like on this episode. But
1: well I mean at least at minimum it'll give listeners a different viewpoint from like the other talk this you know, the other boring British people and the other boring American people who have FPL podcasts, but they're <laughs> gonna regurgitate the Twitter narrative as they always do. So Yes. I mean, at least we're giving. It, it, what, obviously, you you agree, disagree with us? It's up to you as your your subjectivity you bring into your your own thoughts and biases. But I mean, at least it's a it's an alternative talking point to you know to give you guys. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. on um, Slack thoughts on West Ham, not just Arnie talk. West Ham are like ticking it. ticking upwards.
1: Yeah, I like that question a lot. I um, was looking a little bit at their defenders because they're suddenly looking quite competent in defense and they have a lot of cheap options in the 4-5 region. Um, fixtures still like a little rough, and I still feel a little bit hesitant to start their defenders away. And uh, unfortunately, they only have like, one good home fixture until December, basically. So that's a little bit tricky. So the time to buy their defense looks maybe later, maybe around game week 14, December 1st, when they have at Newcastle, and then they have some good homes and and a good run. But attack-wise, I mean, Felipe and Yormo are interesting, but it still feels very silly to purchase them over, like, Maddow. You know? I don't know. Is there there room for them? What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean we have we have a little bit more time, luckily, to like kind of scout them before the the fixtures get pretty good. So that'll maybe inform us on some more things. But I'm obsessed with Felipe Anderson. I mean, his goal was so sexy, so yeah. like cheeky, little cocky fucker. I love it. Yarmo is just lucky to even get any points, and he just seems like very easy to defend, like cut in merchant. But he's still good, and he's still getting chances. So he's a unit. Yeah, he's fucking six foot ten. I don't even know how big he is, but yeah, I mean their defense is is interesting. I mean, I think this this same guy Mishka was asking about it on Slack when I was in there the other day, and I was just like, no, like I, my immediate reaction was just like no, because like the players are so bad. Like it it's so hard to like invest well, in Zab yeah. or Balbuena or Diop or something, you know? But like. Since Arsenal, they've been good. I mean, they played Wolves at home, who scored in the in fucking 93rd minute or something like that. They went to Everton, got done. So, you know, that was obviously bad. But then home Chelsea, nil-nil, home United, you know, took a fucking weird, classy little Rashford flick to to get in there, you know. Like, they've been tight. They've been good.
1: No, I mean, they... they- Put Declan Rice back in the team a few game weeks ago, and he's That's made a huge. world of difference. Yeah. I mean, he's he's featured the last three games, and and they've had very 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 capable defensive performances in all three of those games. They've only conceded two goals. Um, one thing that must be said though, between Diop and Balbuena, I mean, it's really tough to throw two two guys who have never played in the Prem to be your first choice centre back pair and be like, here, go handle this. You know, so yeah. you, I the growing pains, but. I mean, they've been good. I mean, he switched the midfield three. They've they've been playing a lot more, you know, have being a lot more stout in defense, and they they look like they're going to be able to somehow keep some cleans in some of these games. And I think the price is right. I mean, I think it's I think it's an interesting differential.
0: Um, Yeah, and Pellegrini's just good, and Balbuena thus far has been very very good on bonus. I think that's obviously a factor when you're getting someone like that. So I'm interested there. yeah, man, I, I like him. I, unfortunately, we both, we and a lot of our friends of the pod love Jack Wilshere more than a lot of people. But man, him getting hurt was the best thing for this team.
1: Like uh, it, it just, it, was. it really it, was. It
0: just like made their midfield okay.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> just stable. It stabilized them. They gave everything. them. They just didn't have a good enough team to be able to afford someone with such a defensive. Deficiencies of Jack to play in that critical yeah. position. It just destabilized the entire structure of the team. But, and then, I mean, Arnie is just. What can we say about Arnie? I mean, I've had him in our, my team since Game Week 1, and he's a fucking stud. He's just an absolute monster and a beast of a human. He's a phenomenal number nine. I just can't believe how he played so many years on Stoke and shit, like not playing number nine, and he's so good. Thank Moise
0: for that. I mean, that was Moise's best contribution to West Ham's history. It's just like, yeah, we we said it all preseason and got backlash for it that he's fixture-proof and the team's improved and Pellegrini's a good manager and blah, blah, blah. And it looked sort of questionable at the beginning of the season. They looked like the worst team in the league, even though (laughs) Marnie was still returning. Um, obviously I got rid of him a little too soon in extreme circumstances last week for me, but yeah, I mean, they, lost him completely boss United. It was not really a competitive match. It's just, yeah, he's just so good. Like he was hurt. I gave up on him. He showed how fucking good he can be by just putting in another dominant performance and inches away from at least a brace too. like, yeah. there was that Felipe oh, yeah. Anderson pass inside. Like there were some other half chances. Like, yeah.
1: He's just and, so good. Yeah, and he's also creating chances too. I mean, he's he's such a good like layoff merchant when he's yeah. up in and around the edge of the yeah. box. He he always makes those little weighted cheeky diagonals to the, the the late runners that he just looks good in. Yeah, to put his in perspective, I mean,
0: so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: so good. I I mean, he's a fucking house. He's just a brick shit house. He's he's just a mammoth. <laughs> to put in perspective, I mean, he's fucking averaging 6 points per game and he's played Liverpool, Arsenal, like he missed the Chelsea game but like United, like they've had their hard fixture run and he's averaging 6 points per game. So, mm-hmm. it seems good and he's the kind of player he's <laughs> I mean, he's had one, he's been knocked and dead basically every game, and two, gone through the the roughest fixture, like congested, or the roughest fixture run of their season, and I still have him on my team. So obviously, he's not leaving my team for anything. But he's the kind of player that a lot of people like in Slack and stuff sold a couple weeks ago or after the United game, and now they're like, why the actual fuck did I do that? He's just so good. I want him back. So Arnie, Arnie, definitely in. He's so good.
0: God. If I need to find a way to turn Kamara back into Arnie and just get back in there. That's the dream right there.
1: Arnie's so good. There's so an easy amazing. easy way. It's
0: Dilf is the uh, make-it. Yeah, Dilf is probably going to be leaving my team soon, but I, at the same time, I also want Hazard. God, Arnie's mm. fantasy goal involvement so far this season is 62%.
1: When when he's
0: on the pitch, sixty two percent of West Ham's goals are either him on the end of it or him assisting it.
1: And the fixture on gets good, so he's he's pretty good. Pretty. I love that to... the,
0: I love when a preseason evaluation comes through because, like I said, they looked like the worst team in the league, like unquestionable disaster. And <laughs> Pellegrini Liverpool turned game. it around. Like they're just solid now, right? Like it, it happened that quickly that they're yeah. just like. They're like a top ten team probably. Like ninth I mean, or eighth, ninth, or tenth team.
1: We are actually in love with Pellegrini. Ever since he was managing City, oh. I mean we love him with the, you know, the bloodshot eyes and the, the unkempt hair. It's just he's just a <laughs> fine grandfatherly gentleman. It's there's yes. no questions about this. Yes. But when he just faces the, faces men and says, Yeah, this has been a disaster start. We have zero points from four games, like I love that. Like, don't give me like an Edward Howe full zip or like a Mourinho spin job. He's like, I'm a fucking grown man. This is my resume. And yeah, we're off to a fucking ridiculous start, but I'm fucking been around the block and I'm going to fix this. And then he just puts in three straight cracking performances and they're going to settle into ninth or eighth as we expected them to. And it's fantastic. Yeah. It's funny how much he's,
0: he gets questioned where he's had an actual. Star studded career for oh, 20 fucking years. He's been a good manager, and people are right, like, oh, is he first on the sack to be sacked list? It's like, bruh.
1: It's lovely. And with the Dildo Anchor Brothers, man, like running the this, this, this team over there, they deserve something good with the bubbles. Dildo, and Dildo such.
0: Anchors? What'd you just yeah. say?
1: <laughs> the Dildo Brothers, the Golds or whatever, the owners. Well, you know, I don't know about this. It's uh, You figure it out. Look it up. There's like memes and shit. What's his? Max on, on Slack was talking about it like last year. Because the fans oh, threw, threw dildos at them or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they always I, I like, missed this. I can't wait for a little post pod research on yeah, this. Yeah, they
1: always do like the wanker symbol Goog- to the box and stuff. Yeah, I just
0: Google Dildo Brothers West Ham. There's like huge articles about it. Like the, this Guardian, fucking, every big. British thing is the like Dilda brothers all over at West Ham. Yeah. I can't wait to read about that
1: later. Yeah, it's it's good, but West Ham. Are, I'm very happy for West Ham and all of their supporters because you know I actually really have enjoyed all West Ham fans that I've ever come across, both like in bars here in the U S. and the, the lads on Slack. They're just Bobby like John, Bobby John Walker. Yeah, they're just a reasonable, good guys who just want a good team, and that's I like that.
0: No man wants anything more than that. Um, Okay, let's go talk about someone that we like less. Ponzi on Twitter. After missing a few game weeks, Vardy seems to be finding his form with some great shooting stats and XG numbers to boot. Given Leicester's upcoming fixture run, is Vardy a decent punt or are cheaper players like Arnie just better picks outright? What do you think? The thing, I wish I went back and pulled up numbers for this, but and obviously he double returned two weeks ago, so it sounds a little bit silly for me to be saying this, but Varney's ceiling is usually one goal and usually no bonus points. He is like a six-point ceiling on an average week. Maybe is going to change the team. Maybe they'll be a little bit free-flowing. It's hard to imagine them being like better with losing Mara, so I don't really see that as an argument, but... For the price, you need a higher ceiling like than that to reason it. When we just went off about how good Arnie is and Mitro is still a really good pick and Wilf is still a good pick and all those guys who are two million cheaper, arguably have a higher ceiling. But uh, you know they're at least similar enough that I don't. Yeah, I don't think Vardy could could possibly earn nine million. To be honest, I mean he he didn't do anything this week either. This is, just goes right back to the same. Fucking result, results-based shit. I mean, they got a pen from Harry Maguire kicking a ball into someone's hand from a negative one feet away from him. Other Canada, than that, Vardy had Canada. one really low percent scoring chance that header. And uh, he, other than that, he didn't have a shot. He had a pen in that. That was his entire match, and now everyone's fucking transferring him in. It's a, It's really just he's just mini Kane to me. It's just like no, I don't. I don't like him as an option at all.
1: Yeah, he's diabolical. he's an absolutely diabolical pick. The the team is a schizo team, and he's a premium forward. I mean, you're gonna try and sell me Vardy over Bob or or Laka. I can't. I don't have time for that. Yeah, we're not know. even that.
0: I, it's like the seven million guys. I, I don't I mean, Arnie.
1: I, Arnie Mitra is not even in the same thought process for me. Yeah. Vardy is nowhere even remotely close to the quality of those players to me. Yeah. Not close. It's just not close.
0: Yeah. So now yeah, we're out. We're out on Vardy. Um Wait, all the way out. All the way out. Uh, Whisker on Slack for Mino versus Mane. So maybe he's looking a yeah. double Liverpool attack, or maybe he doesn't have Mo
1: and he's trying to bring one of them in
0: it's uh, really tough. tough.
1: That's a tough one. I I hedge towards Bob just because I don't think that the. I mean, the, they're basically the price.
0: Yeah, they're say? basically
1: the same price though. What, is I it, think Monique, it? Just switch Tenma out now or no? He's, yeah, he's like 10 or like 9.9, 9, I don't know, something like that. I mean, the price, it's too negligible. It's like 0.5. I, I mean, I guess it's something, but I guess really the answer is whichever one you're less transfers away from getting or if which problem spots on your team kind of a thing. Like, if you have to spend an extra transfer to do the midfield move or something like that, then I would say just get Bob. But I also, even with Liverpool's fixtures getting a lot better, don't really like the idea of having Mane over Hazard or Raz, so that's also something I'm a little bit struggling with in my brain right now. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think I agree with you on the Hazar, has and Raz, but also all of the strikers that we just talked about that are 7 million and under are so good. I just don't really see the value of Bob or Mane or the reason to really double attack. I mean, like, that's that's part of the appeal of Salah, right? It's just like he leads them in everything ever. And it's just getting him is just... You don't need more Liverpool attack coverage if you have Mo. And like Rabo is fucking third in the league in expected assists. Like I, I've never, at least so far this season and most of last season, never really felt like I needed more Liverpool attackers in the sense that, like when City are flying and scoring five goals a game, I'm like, I need all of them because they're just scoring five goals a game and look amazing, and anyone can brace in any of the games, and anyone can assist and blah blah blah. blah. Whereas like Liverpool, I'm just like, I feel totally fine with with just Mo. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, Omani also kind of runs hot and cold. I'm, like we saw, he. he- Came out of the gates flying, and he had a few really good performances. But his, he's gone missing the last handful, the last few, three, four, whatever by my eye. Just yeah, on the top Bob's of my head, watching better. him. Yeah, Bob's been uh, I don't know if he's been better. He's had some shockers. He was good this week, but he was yeah. bad. That was the Champions League game two weeks ago. We were complaining about him a lot. Yeah. Either way, I just this is kind of goes back to me about preseason. Like I I appreciate trying to exploit the fixture run for Liverpool and getting two attackers because they're they look they're so green, but. Get two defenders. Like that's that's the obvious answer. I mean, they're so yeah. much cheaper. You have a five-five goal. You have a five. You have two five million options in Gomez and uh, and and Trent. You have Robo at six. I mean, don't spend a premium spot in ten million on Mane when you're never going to captain the player. When you could spend half that, stabilize your defense, and have clean sheet points trickling in. Again, I mean, Liverpool's defense has been out of control. Good this season. They just and are not knock-
0: easily best in the league so far.
1: Yeah, they're just so good. So that's what I would be looking to exploit. And it, you know, it goes back. We both have double Liverpool defense still, and it's obviously been very bad, like last week and coming up next week and against Spurs, where they annoyingly conceded Against City, play.
0: you mean? Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no not because
1: I'm sure it's not going to be a fucking win to nil against City. But you know, either way, that's that's where I would be looking to exploit the Liverpool fixture on coming up. Not not with two attackers.
0: Yeah, I think. I I agree there, yeah, it feels it feels really good to have double. It's just like yeah. when the run comes, it's like I expect to clean sheet in like eighty percent of fixtures that aren't Home man City or at Chelsea, <laughs> you know
1: yeah it's 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 just, just good long term holds, you know, it's, it's just there's good good guys, yeah, good
0: guys, yeah, Gomez sneaky under the radar, like he's not gonna get rotated in the games where Trent and Robo are probably rotated, so maybe he'll be. Maybe he's actually the best five five million defender to get, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, the thing though about his just, he has no upside. I mean, it's hard to think he's going to get more than like one goal. He's not going to get bonus oh, points. yeah, yeah, no. Just, the for, fullbacks, just for But cleans. the fullbacks have that, that threat. You know? They do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Trent on corners and set pieces and stuff is good.
1: And just in open
0: play. Yeah, in open play. Um, Ray on Slack, I guess this is in reference to. Coon, but he said, can you in good faith cap someone who's only going to play 55 to 60 minutes max, no matter how good the fixture?
1: No, never. What kind of question is that?
0: Yeah, but Kuhn, uh, he's talking about Kuhn, right? And
1: I don't give a fuck who. If you, the player's not going to play more than 60 minutes, why would you captain them? Yeah. They could exactly. be playing like a fucking beer league team. Like you need... How many? You, you, what? No, of course not. You, you want ninety-minute players to fucking if if he if Pep came out on Wednesday and was like Kuhn's foot hurts, like he's not playing more than sixty minutes, there would be zero percent of people would have captured him this week. Yes. So that's a bad question, Raymond. And I expect more from you.
0: <laughs> Razzie boy on Twitter. Oh, Razzie boy hasn't written in, in a while. Great, great friend of the pod. Next five weeks, Mitro or Marco? I have a transfer that needs to be unleashed. <laughs> Unleashed.
1: <laughs> Unleashed <Actually> your transfers. <laughs> burning holes in the rat the snazzy king's pocket. Um yeah. That's a that's a tough one. It's a, both, that's a fucking coin flip, dude. Yeah, both are great. I think you gotta just go with your heart and think about like if one scores, where which would make you happier? And just pick that player.
0: Yeah, sometimes we're we're overcomplicating things and you just gotta do things that make you feel a little bit happy. Like me bringing in Matto. I said in lineup lands for those who didn't read it, like Raymond, aforementioned Raymond on Slack, was basically just like you have to you have to get Matto because I loved him so much in preseason that every time he returns points and I don't have him, I feel awful because I was between Matto and Richarlison and, you know, Raymond steered me to the to the Glory land. I still that's feel what awful. We, that's, but not that's, about that's, that transfer.
1: See that's good Raymond. That's why we that's why that's good Raymond of, Raymond Part of the furniture, absolute legend. Love you.
0: Yeah. Mm. Slack's a good time. You're right. Slack's a good time. So good. Yeah, you were you were right there. That was a good shop by you. Um Wow, this is a weird pod. Um Frankenstein on Slack said, Raz time question mark. And TJC on Slack said, choose one to replace Dilva, Raz or has.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. I mean Raz just is Raz is getting like my pants shift when I think about Raz. It's just we've so we've both good. loved so him good.
0: forever.
1: I remember when he was like four, or five? Yes, I on remember the first it season. Oh lot. my god, that was so fun. Remember um, when he was
0: nine last year? That was so fun. I'd kill for nine. I'd do anything for nine. Like there's all there's
1: just too many good guys. There's too many. There are a lot of good guys. I. I'm a little bit partial to Hazard over Raz, but I don't really know or care. They're both so good.
0: Yeah, I think I would go Haz too, though. I think the bonus points, the guaranteed minutes, and the pens will.
1: Yeah, then no Champions League. And it also, I mean, assuming you have Aguero and you're not just an absolute lunatic, you do have a a cheeky cap shout with Haz if, you know, City have a rough one or Liverpool or whomever, you know, it does give you a Captain Joan show. It's
0: just yeah that that zero minute game is coming for Raz. It might yes. it would be very very pep if it came this game week but it obviously won't because Liverpool but like the week after everyone brings in Raz is the week he will get benched. It, I don't just, know
1: dude. Raz is he already did miss a game game week 2. Raz is such a fit lad. I could see him not missing any games.
0: It's not Yeah, I mean, it's not like missing for any reason aside from just like rest. Rotation, yeah, no, I I understand. You think he just won't get rotated at all?
1: I don't know, he's so good. I, I can't think about that. I don't want to think about it. He's so good.
0: It's funny yeah, how like game. I Kev, don't know. Kev is miraculously maybe like coming back soon, and Mendy miraculously is going to like make Liverpool. It's like, yeah, no shit. Like every Liverpool supporter knew this was coming and expected it. It's like, yeah, yeah no. It's not weird that they're ready for this this match this week.
1: I saw I, um, I saw Kev was targeting like the derb, though in a while. I don't know.
0: I don't know. He, he's apparently way ahead of schedule.
1: Way ahead.
0: Yeah, way ahead.
1: This Justin.
0: Yeah. He's going to be on the bench this week. Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Al Rogers on Slack. If you're on a free hit this game week, do you full avoid city and pool assets?
1: Uh, Yeah, I would absolutely have zero of those players. Yeah, I think think No question, but what's what's the score? Why would we free hit this week? Just because you have like six and you want to? Because your name's
0: fucking Al Rogers and you do what you want. (laughs) Dude, Al,
1: that's a pretty good name.
0: Yeah, Al Rogers, Alon Rogers, like it's just me. But yeah, I guess you full avoid there. But yeah, there's just no reason to free hit this week. You're not, I don't see the value that you're getting of returning your team. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't make sense.
1: I don't know about it. Anyway, like, who
0: are you even piling up on if you're free hitting Arsenal, this week? Arsenal, Chelsea, Chelsea against Southampton, Arsenal against Fulham. Yeah, free hit's great this week. You should definitely free hit <laughs> on second thought Super Sunday, you're just going to be creaming yourself with points while everyone else is Liverpool and Man City players. I'm on free hit. I just activated free hit. Um, oh, this is, well, we don't have to answer this question, but yeah, Etheridge. Etheridge gets it. Etheridge nets on Slack. Liverpool have 11 good fixtures after City. Two defense, one attack, or two attack, one defense? Yeah, we like two defense, one attack, but they're both good. Yep. John Calvert. On Twitter, not John Calvert-Lewin, but that should be your name. Why is life meaningless?
1: Interesting take there. Ooh, it's very existential of you, John Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> um, life is meaningless because we die alone and we live for but moments on the time con- space-time continuum. So you just got to figure it out and find your happiness, enjoy where you can. Probably not FPL, actually, I don't know. So yeah, I don't FPL, know maybe not much happiness there. No, not much. What do you think? I mean, anything else? That
0: sounded good and uh, above my pay grade right there. Good job by you. Um, Jay Wong (laughs) on Twitter. Keeping faith with Dilva with Liverpool and Spurs coming up? Question mark.
1: (laughs) 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 It was a bad performance. We have been such long-time Dil fans, but it's getting on. Missed the game the other week against Cardiff, which is just an absolute backbreaker because you know he needs to be playing in those games to be returning like he, you know those are the bankers that we really need him in and he's not like cheap and you know is kind of talking about Bilv as like a coverage pick and Dilv is sort of feeling like a coverage pick and there are a lot of players in the game that look good that don't feel the same way so i am leaning towards him out very soon um, I mean, I have him. You have him still, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you, I mean, what do you think? Do you think he's like, I mean, do you think he's a hold? Do you, do you think he's going to keep ticking? I mean, he has two goals all fucking season. It's not like he's been doing great. I mean, it's yeah, two I mean, goals I, in five games. if he but...
0: plays, he's a hold. Like, unless he gets rotated again very soon or Kev is back sooner than we think and, and Dill is the one that takes the hit for it or something like that. I think if he plays, he's a hold and he's really fucking good whenever he plays. Pretty consistent returner, albeit not, maybe not recently, but like he'll get his goals, not that many, but he'll get some and he'll create a million chances and have trick assist games right around the corner. I mean, he's leading he has, the league in chances created. He has, created. Like he has he,
1: zero assists.
0: I know, and he's leading the league in chances created. Like it's he's
1: twenty chances created in five games, and he has zero assists. What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, twenty
0: chances created, four big chances created. He's he's, he's
1: probably keeps passing a fucking Jesus as his problem. That must be the answer.
0: Right, more coon would lead to more Silva dongs, but it just feels a little bit unlucky with him so far. I mean, like
1: the stats um, are there, but dude, yeah, Rats, the stats what are, the are there. Fuck? He was
0: bad. He was bad this week, but every he was, he other game bad. other than this week. He looked to me at least exactly like Dilva from last season where he was just great. Whenever he played he was great. So, I'm not that worried about that spot although I wish it was Hazard in my case because I don't have Hazard so he might be on the chopping block for that reason alone. Not for any like reason that not for him being bad or whatever. But Raz I mean I just looked at my phone cuz it the Fucking phone lit up because I have a notification, and it's someone tweeting in: "Is Sterling becoming essential, or is Pep's rotation too unpredictable?" Just-
1: you know, you know what, Alon
0: I just put the razor you know directly Raz- on my wrist.
1: Raheem Sterling is essential. He's Must essential. Own. He's essential. He's eleven million. He plays on the best team in the league. He returns every game. What more could you want? He just had fourteen you don't have points.
0: Sterling and Kane, you should be hitting your wild card button this week.
1: Hit your wild card button, not after this podcast ends, right now. Do it now.
0: This is a good talking head guy right here. That was good, eh? Yeah, I like that a lot. All right, all right, all right. Oh, God. Yeah, it's hard, Wong, Jay Wong. I know the feeling, but if he keeps on playing and starting, he will return points. It is undeniable fact. Um, so you whether, just you think it's a
1: it's a you got to be patient there. I mean, I think five, you got to yeah. be
0: patient, but at the same time, like I just said, if you don't have someone like Hazard who just is better, I mean, he's just a goal scorer and the main man and all of those things, then I think it's very reasonable to find a way to get from like Dilva to Hazard. But there's not like that many other guys in between the premium and the mid-priced. Like where like the spice that I would rather have. I don't think there's like actually anyone off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, that, right? no, that's I. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, well, there's all, Paul's always an option. You know that. But <laughs> <other than> that. <laughs> running joke merchant Paul. No, like, I agree. I, I agree. I mean, where are you going to go from there? You could go, you know, to Mato and and put two mil elsewhere in the team. Yeah, that's, I think that's fine. Like, you know, I think you're, like you're either
0: that. the three options with Delver. Like, you go like up to Has. You go, you make a double move downgrade, like Matto, and you put the money somewhere else, or you just hold and with confidence because the points will come. Yeah, I think those are the only three things you could do. I agree.
1: All right, let's, uh, let's go. This is it. That's it for now.
0: La- la- last question. No, all two right. more questions. They're good. Oh, no, all right, they're all right, good. All right, they're all, right, good. All, right Karthik, all right, all right. Karthik on Twitter, good premium striker options apart from Kane to replace Lukaku. So he's trying to get Rom
1: out. Where do you go? (sighs) Tough. I mean, I probably don't get Rom out, is the answer, maybe? Right, yeah. (laughs) I don't, like, this is kind of what, like, with Arnie, it's like, it's still Rom. I mean, they're obviously on and off the boil with the blow of the wind, that team, but. Still, Rom still lives in the box. I mean, for the next four
0: fixtures, I expect him to return in.
1: You're trading home, Newcastle
0: home, Everton and at Bournemouth.
1: Yeah, like you're but, just trading a good asset for. I mean, again, if you don't have Agüero, that's. I, I don't know what to make of this foot thing. By the way, we haven't even addressed that, but it will, it will become clear to us. I'm sure it's not time, worth but, addressing
0: because we'll get more uh, news later in yeah, the week. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I would probably hold. Other than that, I mean Laka's interesting. I was going to say Laka. I mean, he's just yeah. great. He should
0: have yeah, he should have braced this week. He only got an assist in the end.
1: I mean, he's fucking returned in five straight games, like we, that's pretty decent. Yeah, and he has it.
0: at full on this week.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. And you know, Arsenal are a similar team. They don't really have bad fixtures because all they do is attack. So Laka, Laka would probably be the answer, but I would I mean telling someone to hold ROM is a little bit psychotic, I will admit that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. It's don't, only two know.
0: blanks in a row, and before that he had goal, and then before that he had brace. It's two blanks is not a reason to get rid of someone, right? I mean
1: Yeah, I don't think so. And he's got some pretty okay fixture. Yeah, it's I, I just tough I just, with Ron,
0: because the because of Raz, because of Haz, yeah, etc. Yeah. It's just like you look at his eleven million and it's just like it does Why, doesn't seem what worth am I it. doing
1: yeah, yeah. I, I, that's that's true that's a true point true story I definitely would not be taking a hit to get rid of him but if you get no. rid of him it, it better be to double swap and use the money immediately on another upgrade because I don't think there's enough in ROM to another one of these forwards that's like you know worth spending a transfer kind of. I don't know. That might be insane. I'm, I'm like, usually don't like United at all, but maybe because like everyone's turned on them, I'm starting to like get in their corner a little bit.
0: Yeah, Um, I get that way too. I'm like that with everything. Yeah, I'm
1: like so blinders. I'm like United are going to be fine. Like whatever. That's fucking second month of the season, and they're going to just grind out and be fine and finish third. And also, a lot of the the guys on
0: Slack that I like and talk to the most are all United fans, and I think that makes me like them a little more than I used to.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, next
0: question. Other question. Toasteritis on Twitter. I mean, you know he listens to the bottom of the name. Fucking Toasteritis. <laughs> this is my kind of fucking guy. He said, as more people play wildcards slash fixture changes, are there any teams right now you feel comfortable doubling or tripling in defense, or is it still too risky?
1: I. Th- I mean, it's really just Liverpool. Um, there Worlds? are a lot of. Their fixtures are not double worthy to me. I mean, they they don't have. I don't. I, no, I I would not double wolves defense. I don't. I don't think that the fixtures are good enough right now. I mean, I really need if I'm going to double a defense on a mid a table team like that. I need like three really good home games in the next five or something. And I'm not yeah. going to be doing it for a long period of time. And they just don't have that. They don't. They don't have the fixtures. Um, because you're you're just going to want to book a transfer later and. You know, when you have that mid-table team. They they have a bad fixture, and you have two defenders. You're like, what am I supposed to do? Like the other, I don't have three other great ones. You know, so it's a tough. one I mean, if you have three premiums and then you have double wolves, it's like, what are you you playing five three two? I don't know what you're doing because why would you be benching them? I I don't know. Anyway,
0: I guess possibly Newcastle, like we shot it last week, but they kind of have to prove it first.
1: That's the thing is, you know, Rafa, we have trusted, and obviously they are stout as. Falk against Leicester, they gave up two set piece goals and not really. I mean, that's what you you wouldn't expect that from Newcastle, but you would expect them to not give up open play goals against mid table teams at home because that's what Rafa built his career on. So, but again, I mean, doubling if you have you would have to have like a really good rotation, kind of. But the fixtures are so good for Newcastle. But I think like one is. I mean, why why double expose yourself though? It just feels a little bit a little bit too risky.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's a tough one. I mean, it, it's mean? it's maybe a place where you like gain points. Like if you well, though, yeah. if you're like dodging Juan Bisaka who has a nightmare run of six fixtures, or you're dodging Wolves, who like really don't have that good fixtures, even though they've been great. And you you could potentially like gain a lot of points on people by by going a little rogue there or something. Yeah, I don't you, hate it.
1: You could also do something like a cheeky goalkeeper defender double double rotation. Which I've done in the past, and it's pretty insane. It's pretty fun. Explain like that. You, what do you mean? Like you'll have a the Newcastle defender and Newcastle goalie, and then you'll have the Wolves goalie and the Wolves defender, and you'll rotate the two of them based on fixture. Like if you have a good rotation team rotation pair, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because then you're you're not double exposing your back line because you know it, it's a lot more palatable when you have the goalkeeper instead of the actual defender. Just because when you have bad fixtures, you know you want to fucking rotate the defender. so. Could could go there. I mean, I haven't looked into rotations or anything. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, that would I don't know be, know if be, Look, look like, but, but that could that could be. I mean, if you're on wild card or something, on that you're like you said, like you're looking to get ahead. You know, could could do something cheeky like that because like, you could have two premiums, one B, and then two guys in defense who rotate for the third spot, two goalies who are, and you have two double defenses there or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Double double Woffer, get Holaboss in. Whole of boss. you will never pick up his fifth yellow. He is, I kinda <laughs> he's. I kind of want mean, him.
1: He's, he he's creates a legend. He's a billion chances per game. It's he puts crazy. In, he puts in 15 crosses every day.
0: If only I liked left backs, he'd be straight into my team.
1: Oh, uh-huh. okay. <sighs>
0: Are you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so captains. So uh, let me start off by correcting myself because. That guy who wrote in Kane, Game Week Eight Cap, yes or no, last week, I didn't realize he was asking about Game Week Eight. I thought I just assumed he was asking about Game Week seven. So let's re look at that Lucas H on Twitter. Kane, Game Week Eight Cap, yes or no. I mean, it is a tricky captain week with Liverpool playing City, but Hazard has Southampton. I don't know. What what do you think about Kane this week?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you have him, then you obviously captain him. I yeah, think, I think it's, you have to yeah, captain him. Yeah, if you there's have no him. point. I mean, what's the fucking point of your life if you aren't? But otherwise, yeah, I think Hazard's. Even though it's away, I mean, Southampton are pretty bad. Uh, they they're you know a little bit. Well, it's a little tricky fixture going down there though. To be fair. But I don't see much else. I mean, you could definitely cap Laka like that. Actually, am on
0: Laka right now.
1: Yeah, Laka over Has. I, I like that for sure. I mean, Fulham's, it's a, I mean, it's a darb. There's going to be goals in that game for sure, you'd think. So I like that. I'm personally probably going Has. I really don't have another option, to, to be fair. Um, I think that's about it, though. I, I don't see much else. Any, anyone else? Standing I, I mean, Arnie. I'm, I am thinking about Arnie. It must be uh, that. That is another thing. But Captain Arnie on Friday. I don't know if I could live with
0: myself there. Oh, that would be. That's tough. That would be tough. But Brighton, yeah, they they are exploitable as of right now. They are fucking. They they still have no cleans. They just can't keep it clean for for their lives. But yeah. I do think that Fulham. I mean, it, it's just. It's the the point in the season. They're they're good and they're fun to watch and stuff, but. If you captain against them in 38 game weeks this season, you will do well. I think. Like in every metric known to man, they're the worst. Big chances conceded, shots on target conceded, shots in the box conceded. You know, x x goals allowed. Like every yeah, fucking I, I get, thing.
1: I, I, I get it, Alon. I got it.
0: So it's just like I look at them, and if one of my guys is playing them, then he's high up on the captaincy list immediately.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're an easy lock, a captain, this weekend. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: Uh, what are you looking at transfers? So, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I need to be looking long-term. I feel like I need to be looking, like, two, three weeks in advance and figure out, like, I really want Hazard. It's probably has to be the Dilva spot. Um, I really want to get rid of Deia because he's fucking garbage. <laughs> and... But he has home Newcastle this week, so not like emergency. And then I mentioned on last week's pod that the one oversight that I made in my minus eight from two weeks ago is that my 11th player is bad because Juan's fixtures are turning, and I don't want to be starting him against Wolves, Everton, Arsenal, Chelsea, Spurs, United in a row. Um, so I'm also looking at turning Kamara into a, a striker. So I need to do mm-hmm. two things. is like I want to upgrade Dilva, upgrade Kamara, downgrade to Hayat, downgrade somewhere else, and make money for all of those
1: moves. You're saving this week.
0: Um, yeah, probably.
1: There's, I mean, there's literally no move to make. Yeah, probably,
0: yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know where I'll make that money is the problem. I mean, it the might Heya be down, like Yeah,
1: Alon- uh, maybe Louise down you could do... I, that won't you know? be
0: enough, though. That's the thing. Like, Hazard's so fucking expensive.
1: Yeah, he's all, over eleven now. Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah, he he goes up every day. Uh, you know, so and and if I'm and if I'm raising Kamara too, so I, I, if I limit I my Kamara to maybe just like Jimenez and not try and get like Arnie, who I really want, and just settle for Jimenez or something like that, or Ings, then it's it's more. It seems more reasonable that I could get there, but it's still a lot of money that yeah. I have to find.
1: I mean, you could also do wand to like a Newcastle defender or something easily to to shore it up yeah. instead of you know having to yeah. raise an extra million or yeah, it more. just sucks
0: because I want has yeah. I mean,
1: no, I'm, I'm saying like in oh, the instead long of term, a Kamara move, yeah, like if you do downgrade a wand, I don't know. Either yeah, yeah, way, yeah. that's yeah. reasonable. Saving I of doing Dilv to has looks looks pretty good.
0: Maybe, Wait, maybe. you're doing you're doing that right now, or are you saying no, for no, me? No, I
1: have. As I'm saying for you, you know, you, you could take a triple move and a hit maybe after the break or something. Yeah. So oh, I'm looking. God, at dude, that. dude, we have a fucking another international break after this weekend.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm like, should I just wild card and get the fucking template? Bullshit ass no. team that every single fucking asshole has. And just uh, Fraser, Richarlison, Matt I just get Derek's team. Just has <laughs> Maddow. Fucking no. get rid of Laka, even though he's great, and just get in fucking Mitro and Arnie and just no. fucking suicide my life away. Yeah. It's like that's that's I'll I'll go up if I do that, which is the frustrating part. But No. Don't do that. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, I mean
0: uh, that I'm looking at that. I have a lot of like close money things that I need to figure out because I like all of my premium guys and yeah, I don't I really want to dinner. get rid of them shut, shut
1: up them. <laughs> are we running um, long? fucking long as shit, are you kidding me? Okay. longest okay. podcast we've ever done in our lives oh. no, we're going out to dinner and it's just all of a sudden this. yeah um, what are you you're, looking you're at? fine, you're, you're doing great though thanks you're welcome what are you looking at? um I don't know. Dill Dil is a problem. I still have fucking Mendy, even though who knows he's going to be fit this weekend or something. Kill myself. I don't really know what I want to do. I don't have many problem spots on my team. So um, having Rob, I have actual zero in the bank. And you know, you're mentioning Juan B's fixtures turning soon. I still have Billing, who's just a ridiculous nightmare, and I still have Kamara. So that is very concerning to me. Um, I'm thinking of maybe just doing Rob to Trent and banking the mill because I don't think there's a million there anymore. And it still gives me that double Liverpool defense and gives me some money and flexibility. I could do Dilve to uh, to Sterling with a Mendy downgrade if I want to next week, possibly. But you have
0: two freeze, right?
1: I have two freeze. I'm yeah, definitely so you're not taking it. just two. rolling a
0: free and making money. I'm that makes
1: sense. 1000% rolling because otherwise I'm a triple move. If I'm going to upgrade Dilve to Sterling, I'm not taking it for That's fucking stupid. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is Robo to Trent and then let the break and then reassess again with two. Um it's kind of kinda of straightforward. I mean I still have Shaw, he's a little bit of a problem, but he's only five, so it's like kind eh, of whatever.
0: Yeah, and what he just gets he gets assist for fun. <laughs> so fucking
1: fat that's left back in Europe, baby. God, he's good. Yeah. Alright, let's get out of here
0: all right um just the one new patron this week ryan boise k okay, boise welcome bud it great to have you slap that ass uh check us out at fmlbl.com follow on twitter at fml. subscribe rate review on it <laughs>